Welcome back. This is Sharon Smaga, and this is Pop Coach Life, where we are pursuing the art of purpose over perfection. It's good to be back with y'all today and want to talk about risk, Um, kind of that word that's sort of titillating and terrifying all at once. Risk is the possibility of something bad happening. That's literally one of the definitions, the possibility of something bad happening and is therefore unavoidable. So if you think about risk, we're always trying to avoid it, but the reality is it's actually unavoidable. So I want to propose to you today that um, you can quit hiding from it, pull your, your hoodie down off your head and turn around and come on out of that corner uh, that we tend to crawl into trying to avoid risk and just recognize uh, it's unavoidable. So really, it's probably better to just sort of find a way to embrace it. That might be a strong word for some of you out there. And I get that. But um, find a way to at least, you know, sort of befriend it like a maybe a, a little bit of a angry puppy, you know, give it a snack and start off slow. But ultimately, I I would encourage you to work toward the goal of just embracing it again, because it's the possibility of something bad happening, which is unavoidable. It's just a part of life. Risk, uh, I would argue, helps us grow through challenge. It teaches us courage. It helps us push through failure and barriers that are real or perceived. It's a pathway to reward, the antidote to monotony and boredom in our lives, It humbles us. It teaches us to ask for and accept help. It lets us experience vulnerability and connection. It challenges our perception of safety and security. It helps us develop and learn capacity. So we become more capable as we embrace risk. It can teach responsibility. It grows and solidifies our sense of value and worth and allows us to accomplish our goals and dreams. So when I go through that list, I I just want to kind of put out there, risk actually has a lot to offer. Again, it's something we sort of avoid. We tend to treat like the enemy. It's scary. Um, you know, there, there's a whole field in this risk management, right? Um, talk to your insurance people. They're all about it. But again, it has so much to actually offer us if we choose to sort of make friends with it, cozy up to it, and embrace it. We have to choose calculated risk. We must consciously choose calculated risk or we give up choice. And so I want to also put that out there. I'm not talking about just risky behavior, um, sort of flailing around with with no uh, direction or choice in it. We must consciously choose calculated risk or we give up choice and live in uncontrolled turmoil. And that teaches us to be afraid of everything around us. So, and then again, we wind up living in a perceptual narrative of victimhood as the explanation for our unhappiness and sense of failure. So it's really important to understand I'm talking about calculated risk. So we're talking about risk is a possibility of something bad happening. It's unavoidable. It has actually a lot to offer us in our lives if we can embrace it. And we want to make sure that we are taking calculated risk this really matters. That That's the boundaries, if you will. I'm a boundaries girl. So that's the boundaries around risk is that it's calculated. It's not um, irresponsible or uncontrolled. Uh, one of my favorite quotes, and back in the day when my husband was teaching, um, he had this as a poster on his classroom wall. 
The only man who makes no mistakes is the man who never does anything. And I believe that is President Roosevelt. So obviously, that would be the biggest mistake of all, which is rather the point. So think about that too. When you're trying to risk, you know, avoid risk, that's probably the biggest mistake you can make. Because if you're avoiding it to avoid mistakes, then you really never accomplish anything or produce anything in your life. So we kind of have to embrace failure as part of risk to step into this. And I think for me, uh, just to share a little bit, you know, I didn't come to this these conclusions simply or easily. I didn't just wake up one day with an epiphany. I'm not proposing it's easy. I know that sometimes I put things out there and it sounds very simple, but it's not easy. And my uh, sort of joke with myself and with some of my closer friends is for me to learn this, it only took the tiny, teeny, tiny little event of my husband dying and losing him for me to sort of get this. So for me, it came in the lessons of grief. That's how I learned this. And it was deep and profound and a terrible thing to walk through in some ways, but also a beautiful thing in the lessons it taught me. Because grief taught me to embrace risk. It taught me to be raw, to be in pain without being afraid of that. It taught me to be more vulnerable. I didn't feel like I had answers anymore. I was just full of answers in so many ways before that. Um, But grief put me in a place where instead of having answers, uh, all I was really left with was questions no sense of control. It kind of stripped away the framework of what I thought my life was and what I thought my future was going to be. So grief forced me to choose between facing life in a whole new way or just shutting down and checking out. And by checking out, I mean in the terms, you know, functioning, but not really like existing in depression and anxiety. So grief really kind of taught me the courage to live, to challenge myself and accept what can and cannot be. Um, it taught me to let go of a lot of control. It left me feeling stripped of options. And that actually gave me the drive, uh, created that drive in me to pursue things without giving into fear and insecurity, because I didn't feel like, I didn't feel like I had a choice. I just had to figure out a way to make it and rebuild my life and, um, take care of, uh, the son I still had at home financially and emotionally. So grief just left me feeling stripped of options. That gave me that drive to pursue things. I just didn't have backup plans. I didn't have the security of a husband anymore or that partner that helped me. And so it was scary, but it gave me that drive to pursue things without giving into my fear and insecurities. I just had to figure out a way to make life work again and take care of myself, rebuild my life, take care of my son financially and emotionally. And so it really, um, I, I would say, propelled me into this idea of risk and how to embrace it instead of avoiding it. I have been widowed for seven years. I would say sort of the highlights. And some of these may not sound like a big deal for some of you, but as a mama and a woman on my own, um, a lot of these are a really big deal for me. So I just share these as examples. And these are some highlights for, you know, the last seven years since my husband passed, I became a single parent instantly and had to sort of dive into that, whether I had planned for it or not. I executed my husband's estate. 
which was lots of cleaning out, organizing. I had to close this business. A lot of things I'd never really had to deal with before. Go to, you know, go to court for that. I bought a building and started my private practice while I was working full-time in another position because I had to get the practice started before I could afford to transition over. I started traveling. I bought a new vehicle on my own and sold uh, my old vehicle. I sold my house without a realtor. I owner-financed and learned how to do that and bought a new house on my own with the help of a realtor. That was a little more than I could bite off on my own at the time. I've learned to invest. I adopted and trained a puppy as a second therapy dog for my office. Uh, I managed contractors for major projects at my house and my office building. Uh, I actually bought a a truck. Um, I gave my oldest son dad's old truck and bought my own truck for the first time in my life. I've never bought a truck and I bought it online and I'd never done anything like that. Um, and it went well, all of these things actually ended well, in case you're wondering. Um, I learned to repair things at my house, uh, odds and ends, like straight, you know, aligning my doors, fixing the toilet, probably more examples I can't think of off the top of my head, but I just had to do it. So I dived in, right, to save money. I started a podcast, which I was not planning to start. Uh, and an online social media presence. I've mentored small business owners. I've hosted parties on my own at my property, which, you know, was kind of strange at first because I was used to being married. I got my passport. I've traveled out of country, which I had done years and years ago when I was in the military and single and on my own. But this just felt very different. This was felt a little more risky. Nobody was telling me where to go and setting up the plane and telling me when to show up and looking for me if I didn't. So that was a very different experience this time around to uh, travel out of country. I started a second small business. Um, I've traveled solo. I bought a small RV and learned to hook up, tow, break down, back up, camp, all the things. I'm not terrific at backing and up and parking yet, but I'm working on it. I started volunteering in my community in ways like things I've not done before. So it's sort of, it's fun, but uncomfortable too. Um, I've started hosting a women's small group in my home. Uh, I bought a car on my own locally, privately for my youngest son and got him launched to college recently. So that's sort of my short list over seven years. So when you think about risk in your life, I offer these examples because, you know, sometimes what is a risk for you might not seem like much to somebody else, but if it's something you, where you have felt held back and it's something you've dreamed about, but never taken a step toward, then that's a big deal. When I first lost my husband, uh, it took a lot just to get out of bed and shower every day and one of the proudest accomplishments I have is that even though it was hard to face the day and that felt so risky to try to figure out how to deal with it, I got up every single day. I never let myself stay in bed. And that might seem like a very small thing to other people, but that was huge for me. And so you get to take these risks. You get to make these choices and take these chances on yourself. And you get to take ownership and be proud of yourself. So I cannot encourage you enough that uh, avoiding risk is not the way to go. It's actually not possible. The goal is to embrace it, 
to consciously choose calculated risk, that we have much to gain from it, much more to gain from it than we will ever lose to it, I would argue. And if you're minimizing where you want to take risk in your life because it doesn't seem like a big deal, do it anyway. Don't minimize it. Be brave. Give yourself credit. Um, Find people that support you that you can share it with that understand how important it is to you and how much it means to you and how hard it was for you. Uh, I'm on here talking to you all today and at the encouragement of some people in my life started doing this and I'm learning. I'm very, very new, but I can get on here now today and just talk to you and I actually feel like I'm talking to you guys out there And when I first started doing it, I couldn't hardly get past my own fear to get the words out to get anything recorded. I had to start somewhere. And so as we grow, we learn to take on more risk, larger steps. You know, we move into it, hopefully with more grace. I would say definitely with more healthy anticipation instead of just fear. So go for it. Whatever you've been thinking about doing, that one next thing that you've been afraid to try, you know, find what you need internally to get across that that thing holding you back. Find the people who will build you up, encourage you and support you and encourage you through all your mistakes and failures and do it. The only thing you will regret is the risk you didn't take. I hope this has been helpful. I love you guys. Keep pursuing your purpose over perfection and take care. I'll see you next time. Uh, Please hit a like. Please leave me a review if you've enjoyed this podcast. Please uh, find me on social media on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Uh, Give me a like. Start following me. I appreciate any of the support I can get. There's another growth area for me. I've learned the risk of the ask, that it's okay to ask you guys to help me out in this endeavor. So there's a new one for me too. Y'all take care, and I will talk to you next time. Bye-bye.